This is the sound of regular water droplets. This is the sound of vitamin water droplets. Regular water, vitamin water. Regular water, vitamin water. Hey, come on now. Vitamin water. It has vitamins, but also parties. Copyright 2020, Glasso. Yo, yo, it's Life is Dope Podcast. I'm your man, Graffiti. And I'm your boy, Davey. In the building. Hey, man, let's go ahead and get these sponsors out of the way. Okay. This episode of Life is Dope is brought to you by Megafauna. Megafauna, a creative supply shop located at 31st and Blake in the Rhino Art District in Denver, Colorado. For a full list of design, print, and creative services, they're available at uh, artapparel.com. The... Set curator for Life is Dope is Duncan Dash. Designs for all of your interior design and art curator needs. Visit DuncanDash.com. Word. Hell yeah. Catering, catering and beverages sponsored by Barrels Beer Company, located in the Rhino Arts District. Barrels is a true small batch brewer located at 3120 Blake Street. Check them out at BarrelsBeerCo.com and drink that. What up now? Hell yeah, That's Barrels. Right. We got it. I got it. Hey, man, save that. We, we using that every episode. Hey. Got it. Also, check out the sessions every other Sunday. Uh, they're also a community hip-hop media platform. So if you like bars, if you like lyrics, if you like this nigga just spitting off the top. Yeah. That came out wrong. Uh, yeah, don't say that. If you like... I don't like niggas spitting off the top. If you like rap, check out the sessions. <laughs> Session Uncut on Facebook. Yeah. Hey, man, we got extra hype about getting that promo. That's I know. funny. I love it. Hey. <laughs> Who else we got? Uh, we got Dope Brand. Hell yeah, dopebrand.co, like the state, if you sound dope. And that's a clothing apparel that's not um, drug related at all. Mm-hmm. Just, just thought I should clear that up. He said that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, man, and make sure y'all get some phone cases, get some phone cases. Shout out to everybody that got stickers on their phone case. I need one. You know, <laughs> get the actual phone case, but no. Here you go, bro. Right there. Word. Dopebrand.co. That's all we got this week. That's all we got. That's all we need, man. So we got a special guest in the building. Very mysterious figure. Oh, man. But he be out here, though. Yeah. We're going to get to the bottom of it. We're going to figure some shit out. Let's figure it out. My guy, KDJ Above. What's up, brother? Hey, hey make some noise. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all having me, first of all. Oh, no doubt, bro. Yeah, yeah. So for the people who don't know, who is KDJ Above? Um, KDJ Above, man. I'm a, obviously, I'm a DJ. Word. Um, that's been doing it probably about 17 years now. Damn. Yeah, it's been a while. But, uh, yeah, I'm just a, you know, music lover. Dang, what's your just, secret, man? You done... He's just he black for just real. Just being black, shit. is that it? Just being black. They say black don't crack. Okay. But, uh, Cocoa butter. Genetics. Mm-hmm. You know, my mom, my dad, they still look young. They look good. Taking care of yourself, too. Okay. Um, you know, drinking water. Yeah, I don't ever really see you, like, wasted or, like... I get there. <laughs> I just, I try, I try not to uh, do it often on a show. Other people, if I am wasted, I, I wait till I'm in my car. I'm like, all right, this is not- <laughs> all right, nigga. I'm drunk. <laughs> this is not I'm not yeah, I, you know, just just taking care of yourself, man. Um, okay. The older you get, you'll start to learn. You can't eat certain shit after a certain time. When you know, after the club, you just can't go to Village Inn. All Harsh the time. realities. Yeah, man. you know, 
as I was shopping for almond milk today. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, damn, man, this is what it's come milk. to, huh? Yeah. This is what it's come to. <laughs> yes, sir. Word. Yeah, that's KDJ, man. I'm just, uh, you know, laid back. Dude who, you know, loves music, man. That's it. Loves my son and my, my family. And Martin. Keep it safe. Just a regular guy. Just a regular dude. That's so sure. what got you into DJing? Uh, well, growing up, man, I, I, I've always been into, to like, instruments. So I was in marching band in high school. Before that, I was a saxophonist, mm. um, tenor and soprano. And then, let's see, high school, um, basically, I got cut from my basketball team my Good senior note. year. Mm. Yeah, no, I was nice. <laughs> Summertime, though, I wasn't practicing enough, and there's this cat that came in from out of town, and he just kind of took my spot. Uh, okay. So I didn't have Fuck him. Yeah, fuck him. I don't know what he's doing now. But, <laughs> uh, so basically, I didn't have, like, anything to do after school anymore because, you know, if you're an athlete, you have practice after school and yeah. shit like that. So I just kind of picked up DJing because um, I, I looked at it as a new instrument. In a way, um, told my mom, I was like, oh man, they got this DJ set up at Tower Records. I don't know if y'all remember, but the, the Tower Records, they had yeah. this little DJ pack for like $500. Mm. I told her, I was like, oh, can you help me get it? She helped me get uh, get it. And basically, it became just like a, a hobby of mine. Every day after school, I'd watch Rap City, The Basement, to kind of figure out how the hell to <laughs> do this shit. Because, you know, I watch all the DJs on Rap City, The Basement, like, oh, okay. That's dope how they do that. Then I go back to my turntables and try to figure it out because nobody taught me really how to DJ. Um, and you know, just meeting other people um, on the underground scene, they would help me out. I'll take little bits and pieces of what they did and right. you know, just keep practicing. But yeah, I just started DJing. Obviously, Def Comedy Jam was big for me as well, watching Kid Capri and yeah. Martin, and of course, the movie Juice. Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Q. <laughs> DJ. I'm like, ah, oh, I want to do that one day, but I never thought I'd be right. DJing. So that's kind of how I started, though. Word. Speaking yeah. of names being Q, how the hell did you come up with KDJ above? Well, good question. So uh, a lot of people don't know. Uh, KDJ is actually, he was a good friend of mine in high school. Mm. Um, after we graduated, I want to say like 01, he ended up losing his life. His name was uh, Kevin Dion Johnson. Okay. Um, so I was just like looking at his obituary one day, just kind of rapping and so I was like, oh, KDJ. Like, oh, I like that KDJ above. So I just ran with that, you know, keep the spirit alive. Yeah. Because before that, the DJ names I had. Mm, Whack. Like what? One was DJ Cucumber Slice. Nope. No, no. Trash. Yeah. It's going to be a no for dog. But the one that everybody <laughs> from uh, my high school remembers is DJ Scratch and sniff. That was that was the big. Come one. on, bro. What was your DJ name? scratch and sniff, man? And every time somebody I'm saw me, you, that. you would have to rub your nose and be like, "You smell me." Oh, so, uh, that's corny. corny. <laughs> but that's what they remember. If DJ you went to high school with me, uh, DJ Scratch and Sniff was my name, man. That used to be how you used to know if a girl had an STD or not. That's I was about to say that's probably where it really <laughs> came from. But the whole <laughs> yeah, we ain't gonna go that deep. Yeah. <laughs> DJ Scratch and Sniff. That well, was the, uh, you yeah. just resurrected that. Yeah, man. I haven't told anybody that. So this is. I'm that's real. I always wondered, too, man. That's that's dope, man. Yeah. So in honor of your homeboy, that's exactly. what's up, bro. KDJ yeah. above. Mm-hmm. AKA DJ Scratch and Sniff yeah. Cucumber Slices. Just delete that out the whole, the whole show. Word, man. So you said you've been doing it for 17 yeah, years. Yeah, 17 years. I started in uh, 2000, my uh, senior year of high school. Okay. How has the DJ game changed? 
throughout the uh, years? It's changed a lot. I got into DJing. Um, I wanted to be a battle DJ. Mm-hmm. I wasn't even thinking about clubs and parties or nothing like that. I got into it just for the, 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 the battle aspect, and um, that's what I did for just, I'd probably say the first four or five years of being a DJ. Um, but as far as the DJing game now, it's it's changed drastically. You know, it's, as far as like with the music, um, the rate that we get music right now is just Ridiculous. constantly. It's always something new every 10 minutes. Because you was carrying crates around. I was carrying crates. I, was, I started in the crate era, so I was like looking at the vinyl on the table behind me, you know, so I started in that era where you actually had to go to independent records on Tuesday, New Music Tuesday, Tuesdays and yeah. look for the hot shit, hot single and buy two of them because you needed doubles. Like as DJs, you need a one, a two of each record basically so you right. can do tricks and shit. Um, but DJ, man, I, I embraced the, the, the change um, just as far as how the games evolved. You have to keep up with what's going on. Mm. I was always trying to be ahead or just keep up with the technology. And when they had CDJs, so you could play CDs now. You don't have to use records. Right. I was like, oh, I need one of those. Or they always have a new mixer. So the game is always changing. You just got to keep up nice. the best you can if, if, if your pockets allow. Let's just if say your that. pockets allow. Yeah, it gets expensive, though. Yeah, yeah. Do you prefer uh, the CDJ? Versus vinyl. Um, right now, I actually, I'm a vinyl guy. Like I like, I love my turntables. Um, I practice on on those at home like every day. Um, but as far as like performing, I, I prefer to use my controller. It's uh, similar to CDJs, right? Um, but it's just one piece, and um, you have your pad, so you can kind of like produce on the fly, um, which is real dope about it. But yeah, I prefer to like perform with the controller. Um, but at the same time, if anybody wants to question my skills or anything like that, I could definitely jump on. Y'all some niggas think KDJ yeah, can't DJ? I, yeah, I just, <laughs> got yeah, some that ass. He don't just push the button. Yeah, yeah. Like, I got some skills. I just don't um, carry around the heavy turntables all the time. To say that, right? It's all about just being convenient. You just carry one piece and head to the club. With that being said, about you know if they think if you can't DJ or whatever. Mm-hmm. It seems like nowadays, with the access to software, <laughs> that good old sync button. Oh yeah. Everybody wants to be a DJ. Yeah, everybody. Like I mean. And you can like the thing is like anybody could be a DJ right now. You mm. get a laptop and a controller or turntables, whatever. You could be a DJ. The thing is, you can't be taught how to control a crowd. Or, you know, make a crowd move. Um, just generate moods mm. in a party. You can't be taught that. You can't. You taught how to know your history of the music, like right? Certain records and samples and stuff like that. But as far as DJing, mixing two songs together, yeah, anybody can do that. It's not rocket science, but hell yeah. <laughs> but you gotta, you gotta know the culture. You yes, gotta. sir. You have to know the culture. You definitely have to know the culture, man. Um, every time someone asks me about how they could become a DJ, I, you know, I let them know. Definitely do your research. Um, Look at the DJs that came before you and just see how they did it and uh, just study. Yeah. And, you know, become a student because it is an instrument at the end of the day, or you could treat it or use it like an instrument. Word. So, there are, are there any DJs that you look up to? Just yeah. That inspire you? Um, the ones that inspire me, I have, uh, I have a few. I want to say um, 
Brock Raider. Mm. He was uh, one of the, if not the best, battle DJ. Rest in peace. Rock Raider was ill. Um, yeah, yeah. Kid Capri, of course. Jazzy Jeff. Um, this guy named DJ Jamad. He's from Philly, but based in Atlanta, I think. I came across him. He was a mixtape DJ. So around the time DJ Drama and Cannon were dropping mixtapes every week, the Gangsta mm. Grills and all this other shit. Gangsta Grills. Yeah, they had um, another cat by the name of DJ Jamad. And so I would, you know, when you had to buy mixtapes online and all that, I saw his mixtape cover and I was just blown away because it was like some something I've never seen before. And then I looked at the track list and I didn't know any of the artists. Mm. I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck? So ended up buying one of his mixtapes and... Every week, I was just trying to get another one. They were called Afro Mentals, but it kind of introduced me to like the soul, right? Um, the sampling and just all that type of shit. Afro so, Mentals. Afro Mentals. Look him up, DJ Jamal. So he's another one of my faves. And um, DJ A Track. Mm. Uh, Kanye. He's the, the yeah, he's mm-hmm. the DJ for uh, Kanye. <sighs> Cold. I, I like study him. I, I, I watch a lot of the things he does and right. try to steal it and like okay I like that use it so uh, A track yeah those are like the DJs that I look up to okay yeah. mm-hmm. I like how you said study and like you could just drop the names off the top like yeah, that yeah man those are like the ones I try to see what they got going on what they're doing and there's a bunch of other dope DJs in the world um, a new, newer cat that kind of I came across his name is uh, DJ Ease I don't know where he's from but I follow him on Instagram oh yeah I've heard of him oh, it's cold real nice yeah, he's like a Vegas resident. I think so. Yep. DJ Ease. Yeah. Okay. Shout out DJ nice Ease, man. We'll look you up. <laughs> Work. Absolutely. I think it's so important to have the history mm-hmm. behind what you do. I yeah. mean, like, even you rapping, you podcasting, you kind of got to know where it comes from. Yeah. Do you feel like that's lacking nowadays? Oh, very lacking. They don't care. You know, they just yeah. want the exposure. They just want to be seen. Um, because it's a good feeling when you're, when you're able to be the main attraction of a party or mm. an event. You know, everybody's looking at you, and you're controlling right. the, the the whole mood. So, you know, if you don't have to study anybody, and you could just get the music that everybody likes and just play it, you know, why would you want to? I guess right. look into who started DJing, like wh- where did this come from? So, I don't know. It's just a different era, but at at the same time, it's you know, no shade. Yeah. Um, like I said, I embrace it. I'm trying to keep up with what's going on, so I can stay stay hot. Right. Stay relevant. Yeah, man. You got to. Hell yeah. So what are you listening to right now? These Great question, man. I'm listening to everything, man. Uh, Thundercat. Hell yeah. yeah. Dope album. Yeah, real dope. Uh, Gold Link. Yeah. Uh, cat from D.C., real nice. This cat named Saba um, from Chicago, man. I mm. just kind of came across him. I forgot the name of his uh, mix um, or his CD. Who else? Mozzie. I like Mozzie. You Yeah. I, I like his, cool. I like his yeah. little, like, it's just, because I'm a West Coast fan, and, mm-hmm. like, when I hear music that gives me that, like, real West Coast feel, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm all for it. Some some West Coast artists, you know, they're just kind of too much, and I don't, I don't rock with them, but I believe Mozzie. I, I like, Yeah. I haven't been listening to him for that long, but I rock with his music. Um... Man, a little bit of everything, man. I'm just kind of, it's like a gumbo pot when it comes to me as far as music because I'm a fan of all genres and right. sounds and stuff like that. So I'd have to look at my, my phone to see 
Yeah, that I'm listening to. <laughs> so what do you think that like the end result to being a DJ is? Because I know for artists, you know, it's eventually to either, you know, get signed or it's to sell, you know, a certain number of records. Right. What's the what's the end result for DJing? That's a great question. I mean, for me, I can speak for myself. Just to kinda like see the world. I always wanted to see the world through just through music, having that opportunity and traveling. I've been blessed to go many places just through DJing and meet many people. So I think just doing what you love um, at a higher quality and um, following your soul purpose, you know, that's mm-hmm. that's the most important thing and not sacrificing um, anything for it, mm-hmm. I guess. Um, and right now I feel like, you know, my soul purpose is music, it's, it's DJing, so I, I put 110% into everything I do. Right. Um, at this moment. So with being a DJ, do you get like the same type of groupies as rappers or is it a different <laughs> Here level we go. of groupies? I, or call them, I call them fans. I call them fans, man. Okay. Couldn't wait like to get to the groupie part. <laughs> nah, man, okay, I, so so lady fans that want to engage in uh, coital <laughs> behavior. <laughs> uh, no, this is coming. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I call them fans. I mean, of course, group, groupies, groupies, Stock you, I think. Like groupies, mm. it's a little bit more extra with groupies. So, I, I do, mean, they, do they have to get to you to get to the rappers? <sighs> no, or is, or is that just what you say? Like, hey, you know, I, I, <laughs> I've never even tried. Uh, to DJ play for this role. nigga. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, I never even tried to play that role. I, I've just never been that type of guy. I was never impressed by uh, any of that, uh, the groupies and everything. I just show everybody love, and so in return, you're, you're going to get that as well. Um, it may be looked at as them being a groupie or a fan, whatever the case may be, but yeah. I, don't, I don't judge anybody. Um, He's like, I'm not trying to mess up. Nah, <laughs> it, is. it is what it is. It is what it is. But no, no groupies I, that I know of. Let's just say that. Well, that's all the questions I had. How's the state of music right now, in your opinion? Um, it's changed a lot. It's changed a lot. But I, I feel like, like it hasn't changed much. Uh, it's kind of like... It depends, like, what you like and what you listen to. Um, right now, we all know the lit, turn up, like trap is rap, still, whatever they call it. Trap is still in. It's, oh, it's the same yeah. thing as tear the club up to it's, get it's crunk. It's all to, about a feeling. It's all about a feeling. Exactly. It don't matter what you're saying. Like, you can say, you know, you can just mumble and just rap, but it's about that feeling. If you can make somebody do the... Little Uzi shoulder while the yeah. song is playing, and <laughs> you winning, you know. So that's what it's all about. But then you do have artists that you know kind of dig in deep and make you think, and you're like, oh man, like I like this dude. So you have the lyrical artists, you have the artists that just put out music just strictly for the clubs, for people that like to ride. Um, it just depends. But as far as music right now, I, I love it. I like the change. Um, some some shit I just have to get used to. Yeah, like. This is what's hot. Like I don't get it. But, Thanks, ugly guy. Yeah, ugly guy. That's he's terrible. Like, and see that you you said something right there terrible. because like that shit comes on. And I'm like, hot. this is so trash. But I'm not in the but fuck I out. I can't still, stop. You still like, I like this shit. Yeah. Hey, like you're still doing the dances. Yeah. Um, like he's terrible. Little Yachty's terrible. But it's not even about what they're saying. It's a it's an image right now. Mm. Like people are selling image. The skill is. Yeah. Uh, not there, but the image is there, I guess you could say. And so, being a club DJ, like, do you feel obligated? Yeah. Like, I hate but it, but I got to play this yep. shit. 
it's because you, you you're catering to the the crowd. You know, mm-hmm. so it depends on your crowd. Mm-hmm. So if you got a crowd that that's what they want, they want future all night or that type of vibe. That's what you're getting paid for. Play it for them. Or if you got a, a crowd that's a little bit mature and you could sneak in some older classics and yeah. you know kind of mix it up, then that's cool too. But right now the music, man, I just I'm. Sometimes I shake my head, and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, this is hot." I never heard a little bubblegum perfume. <laughs> you know, it's <laughs> right, just yeah. like it's, so, it's it's weird, man. But yeah. you just gotta embrace it, man. That's it. Yeah. So you've had the you've had the opportunity to be like a radio DJ. Yeah. Um, what was that experience like? <sighs> that was dope, man. When I first um, got that that call, um, Berm Gotti and DJ Jones, they always used to come to a lot of uh, events I did. Gallery 22 back in the day, Sutras, uh, Vinyl, you know. The drunken days. The (laughs) drunken days. Y'all were there, you know. Who? So, uh, (laughs) yes, you. And um, basically, when I got that opportunity, man, it was was real dope. It was, I think I want to say, like, end of 2010, um, I got put on to KS 107.5 as one of the mixers. And, um, yeah, I just... I was on the radio, I want to say, for like two years. Um, it was a great experience. Um, you didn't get a lot of creativity as mm. far as uh, being a DJ, which I um, I learned afterwards. Yeah. Because um, at the time, I think Sadie's, she had just got, or she was hired as well. Mm. Um, she had a Wednesday Sadie. night. Yeah, she had out. a Wednesday night show that was dope. Like, she played all the new joints, like, J. Cole has some new stuff coming. Waka. Like, she was yeah, able to just kind of... going in. She was yeah. going in, and I was excited. I'm like, oh, if me and her get to do a show, this is going to be dope. Yeah. That never happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, ended up just kind of being, uh, I want to say, a robot. Mm-hmm. You know, they send you a list of songs. You put them in that order, even if they don't go together. <laughs> I'm like, what is that? How do you go from Tupac to... Baby Bash. Gaga, Baby Bash. <laughs> like, it doesn't make any sense, but at the end of the day, it's... It's a good uh, platform, you know, mm. something to put on your resume. And, you know, you're reaching a lot of people, you know, that, that tune into the radio. And the biggest thing for me with the radio, um, Summer Jam. That was always mm. dope. Just being yeah. able to be backstage and, oh, is that Chris Brown? Oh, Big Sean. You know, it's just yeah. kind of like you in the mix with the top wow. artists in the game. That's dope. Just, it, so that was, that was real dope. But, uh, yeah, it was fun being on the radio. Um, you know, something happened at one of the summer jams and they kind of played me but it's all good <laughs> what happened yeah, what happened exactly and it was you know what at the time the program director I don't I don't want to say his name but I don't think he liked me I don't mm. know. he maybe has something against me Hey, niggas be haters, man. Oh, yeah, they be haters, Niggas man. hate you because they don't have nothing to hate exactly. about you. Word. That's what it is, man. But <laughs> at the time, man, I was, I had like four or five nights a week. I was just a consistent. I was real busy, but I was still managing to turn in my mixes on time, even if I was out of town, always had event. So that wasn't the issue. There was a, the last summer jam I did, we had Tiger on the bill. Mm-hmm. That year, and at that time, Tiger and I forgot their names. Uh, Are they still out now? Well, they had the okay, now ladies. Hey, Travis, Travis, Porter. Travis, Travis, Porter. Travis Porter. Yeah, right, whatever. Travis Porter. Anyway, Tiger, yeah, Tra- uh, Tiger <laughs> and Travis Porter. They had a song. I think it was a hey, ladies, yep. whatever. So Tiger's on the bill for Summer Jam. 
kind of spaced it out, forgot. I played that song, but I didn't read Tiger's verse. I cut it off right before that even happened. You know, a couple of the uh, radio personalities were running to the stage like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I forgot, my bad. So I switched <laughs> it up real quick. And that was really the main reason that I got cut. Oh, no, that's just niggas hating because they ain't feel me? Hate. So, like, I got a call, like, two, three this days. this nigga's so yeah, good. Yeah, that was that. Get rid of him. Was, I was bugged out. Like, you could have fired me for something. Yeah. Way. Was Tiger even tripping? He was probably not even, even there. He yeah. probably wasn't <laughs> even there. But you know what I'm saying? It's just, like, it was real minute. So, yeah. um, that's how that kind of ended. So, I was always a little bitter about that for a while. But, I, you know, I got over that. Word. And, you know, I got my homies Squizzy and uh, Top. Uh, also, is it 52? Not 5280. Um, 5'8? I think that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 5'8. Yeah, they all got put on, man. It's, it's dope. They, yeah. they, they, they're going to love it, and um, hopefully they take it far. Man. Word. Yeah. With the state of the game right now, do you feel like radio is even still a necessary tool? Aside from your resume? Nah, it's, it's, you know? I mean, it's a good tool, but it's not necessary. Yeah. I guess. I mean, if they asked me to be a part of the radio, I would definitely still join just because this is what I do. I DJ, so yeah. why not be on a bigger platform to have my name um, reach Work. thousands of people? So, but is it is it necessary? No. Work. So, what are some of the um, what are some of the mistakes that DJs make? Just when they're DJing, because I think that I think that was something that you had mentioned. You know, mm-hmm. not playing Tiger's verse. Like, are there other? Because mm-hmm. I mean, there's mistakes when you you know you're trying to mix stuff or mix songs in right, or stuff right. like those obvious ones to point out. But what are some of the things that people don't even notice are mistakes? But as a DJ, you would notice <sighs> mistakes. Not reading the crowd, man. That's the that's the biggest thing. Like playing for your homie or yourself. You know, a lot of DJs do that, which you could do. But at the same time, if you're you're trying to create this mood and just make sure everybody has a lot of fun and a good time, you got to pay attention to what's going on. So if you play a song and you notice nobody's moving, and okay, let me switch it up to the next. Let me find some a person that is moving. That's how I usually go. I find I try to find one person um, in the venue, get them going, and then it kind of trickles, and everybody else follows suit. So, but yeah, that's a big thing: not paying attention to the crowd, your levels. Like, some DJs just turn up everything to the max. Like, it sounds yeah. distorted. It's like, come on, bring the bring the levels down. You got to pay attention to that. Um, those are, you know, the two biggest things that I could think of. Music selection, you know, that's important. Um, just depending on your crowd, who you got out there, you got to pay attention to that, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> I kind of want to, I always wanted to be a DJ, but at the same time, I was like, I don't know if I could live that DJ lifestyle. It's rough. Especially the club DJs, because, like, damn, y'all got to be out every night. Every night. Sometimes when it's cold and you're tired, you're sick, like yeah. you still, you know, got to go out. And it it could uh, take its toll on you um, if you let it. But that's why I had to make some changes within myself. Because mm. if, you know, if you're smoking and drinking every night and eating bad, it's just going to, you know, wear you down. Right, waking up late and it's not cool at all. So what I did, you know, I I've, I'm I've been smoke free for almost like three years now. Uh, congrats! Um, oh yeah, thank you. Good appreciate shit. that. Had to kick them black and miles to the curb, man. They was kicking my ass. <laughs> and um, drinking niggas' favorite snack. <laughs> That's the favorite snack. <laughs> like, black and miles. <laughs> yeah, I had to kick them to the curb, man, because I just felt myself just becoming lazy and 
Mm. I don't know, but then drinking, you, as long as you do it in proportion, um, you should be fine. Um, there's DJs who don't drink, like K-Tone. He's never had a drink. Yeah, like, probably. Like, give me a cranberry like, juice. Dang, he drinks Sprite With cranberry Bob. juice. Like, I salute him. <laughs> I wish I could do that. Like, yeah. I, some, but I, sometimes I just need a shot to get me going. Um, but the DJ lifestyle, man, it's, it is what you make it. You know, I still wake up early. Every, no matter what time I get home, if I'm at home at three, four, I still wake up seven, seven thirty. I just have this natural alarm clock and kind of get my day started. Um, yeah. But you know, everybody's different. Everybody can't do what I do. Like mm. some people like to sleep all day, and wake up at noon to get their day started. Right, like, the day's done. Like <laughs> I wake up at noon. <laughs> I don't get it. Like I just I. I'd be upset if I woke up in. Yeah, yeah, you don't wasted half your life of that day. Yeah, I can't do that right now. So, word. That's it. So I wonder, do DJs do they beef like hip hop artists beef? (laughs) You know what? I've never had any beef with a DJ. Kill this nigga in my mix tonight. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Actually, all night. I'm I'm making all these records. I'm not gonna lie. All night. Before I even was like known as far as in the city. Um, at the time, let's say, quote, K-Tone, like, they was the biggest DJs. Mm-hmm. Um, they had all the damn mixtapes out at all the damn shows, and I used to look at it, like, I used to look at them as competition. I'm like, yeah. man, how they, man, they got everything, man, I want to, I, I wanted to start a, a beef with them, yeah. like, that. <laughs> to this day, I'm glad I never did, but it was just kind of like, that's what I wanted to do to kind of get attention. So if you start in the beef, it's to to, to get some attention or right. Uh, I don't know. It's petty, man. I ain't. I, I've never had a problem with any DJs, man. Right. You know, all the DJs. Shout out to all the Denver DJs, even out of town DJs I've met. It's always been nothing but love. Yeah, yeah. You got a good point because I feel like when DJs beef, it's always over attention. Like it is. it's usually a cat that's not getting the look, that's yeah. hating on the cat that is getting exactly. the look. Cause like, what the fuck are y'all really beefing about? It's not. It's egos. Yeah. It's egos. Uh, I put my ego to the side a long time ago, and uh, ever since then I've just been in a good space. Yeah. Because uh, I know what I'm capable of doing, and I mean, that, that's what I do. So I don't worry about what the next DJ is doing. Yeah. Um, I'll salute them or whatever the case may be, but I, I kind of focus on what I got going on. Yeah, that way. Yeah, so question for you. Yes, sir. As a music head, as a DJ, if you were given two hours at Mm -hmm. the club Mm -hmm. to play a full set of one artist, Mm -hmm. who would it be? There was a question on Facebook. Yeah, there was a question on Facebook about that. I I had to put. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I have to put, in my opinion, just based on the music, there's two artists. Snoop and Drake. Mm. Okay, I could see that. I put Snoop and Drake because Drake, you know, he could go anywhere with you could go anywhere with the music. And plus, I've done an all Drake party. Yeah, yeah I was gonna there. ask about that. How was that? Oh man, that was crazy. Like, so were you there? Oh man, yeah, I couldn't get to it. <laughs> it was uh, so it was just a party, and you just played Drake's Drake whole set. Niggas like, walking around with like Drake mask and yeah, yeah and it was it was it was real dope. So it was a party that actually uh, started in I want to say. I'm not exactly sure, but it was started by two female DJs, and uh, they called it Drake Night. And so and we we brought the idea out here, and uh, it was a success, man. Um, just because he has so much music, you know, that he's done, or artists that he's worked with. Yeah. So that's all we did. But with, with Snoop, it's the same thing. If you look at Snoop's catalog, yeah. ridiculous. Like 
Come and on. it's crazy with Snoop because like I'm 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 old Snoop head. Yeah, exactly. But the new Snoop that gets slept on. Like yeah. that Bush album, yeah. Like, the Bush album was decent. There's like, some vibes on that shit. Like, yeah, some vibes, man. Yeah. Like only Snoop album I wasn't a fan of was the Reggae joint. I never even listened to it, honestly. But was yeah. it dope? Snoop Lion, that's my out. shit. Yeah, I never ch- uh, checked it out. So I'm Snoop and to, Drake. Okay. Yeah, I say Snoop and Drake because I'm a I'm a Snoop fan. Like Dog Pound, all that. I grew up on that. Yeah. Um, that era, man. It was just real. But Snoop, he just continues to, yeah. You know, create. You know, it's good music, man. So Hell yeah. What about you, Davey? If you were in a party and you could only hear two hours of one artist, who would that be? Oh, I said on the timeline, it'd probably be like a Chris Brown or Usher mix. Mm, Chris Brown, I could see that. And Usher, too. Because once you start getting into, like, them fan of a fan mixtapes and the yeah. fan of a fan album, yeah. there are some cuts on there. Yeah. That's deep. See, I'm an I'm a Usher fan, man. Usher been popping since I was in middle school. Right. You know? Yeah, we all still, came up Yeah, you know, you got to... Because, honestly, I can't think of another artist, R&B artist, that's been in the game at the level that he's at mm-hmm. longer than him. Yeah, I think he's he's always stayed on top. Always. And could just pop up and do it again. Always. Anytime. Name one. Always. That's Kate. a good pick. That's a good pick. Usher, Usher. Chris Brown. I'm going to say, if I'm in the party and it's two hours... <laughs> <laughs> I gotta hear Jay. Oh yeah, off top Jay. I got it. I can hear two eyes of Jay Z. Yeah. And before when I answered this question, I said Jeezy, and then I thought about it like I don't know if I'm gonna be that turn for two hours. I can't do two hours. And it's kind of it's kind of you know. I can't lead like, a club drenched. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, nigga, I saw all the crack tonight. <laughs> I would have said Ti, but I can't do two hours of Ti. I yeah. could do two hours of Jay. He would have been my third, my yeah. third pick. But I feel like I don't know. I just had to go with Snoop because I was a Snoop fan before I was a Jay fan. Mm. Drake because he does it all, you know. Yeah. He some Afro beats, some R and B, some turn up, shit, whatever. Yeah, Drake does it but all. I, but I also like to I like to listen to music based off of producers. So I'll listen to like a Pharrell set or a Timbaland mm-hmm. set. Yeah. Now, if we talking about producers, now we do that. We can go for hours. We go for hours on that because that's that's a little different. See, D boy, he the he the producer. So <laughs> think it a little Word, bit yeah, man. I remember Timbo did a set at Jay Z's concert when he came out here. Okay. And I felt like he should have just had a concert. I was like, damn, is it over? You know what I mean? Timberland <laughs> changed the game. Yeah. Like, when he when I first heard uh Keep It Up mm-hmm. We Go so, like that, when I first heard that, I was just like, Oh, what is this? And yeah. Ever since then I just I've just been a fan of Timberland, Missy, just that whole era, man. Um, you don't get that these days. You you won't get something that powerful, that strong, that'll just make you just fall in love with music. Like, right. wow, this is crazy. So, yeah, Timbaland, he's one of my favorite. One you talk to the vice president of the Timbaland fan club over right here. Right there. Yeah, I'll, be two, I'll be number two then, man. And I'm a fan of D-Boy, you know? Uh, he, I've been, we've been, I was looking at some old emails back from like 08, 07. <laughs> he used to send me tracks, yeah. you know, just like little remixes that he did. Uh, the last one I can remember way back was Jumping Out the Window by, uh, who was that by? Jumping Out the Window, window with this one. Da, da. Ron Browse. Ron yeah. Browse. Yeah, no. what happened to Ron Browse, man? Yeah, Somebody send an Amber Alert for that it guy. It was for the moment. That, that's the hardest. Let's get a Ron Browse set going. It's the last three minutes. <laughs> that's crazy, man. But yeah, um, I've been a fan of, of D-Boys for a minute. So, oh, thank yeah. you, man. That's yes, sir. You already know. Shit, man, I feel like I gotta talk all low and smooth like y'all. Yeah. I know, man, I, I wish I could talk. <laughs> the decibels just went down like the coolest man, niggas man. ever, bro. <laughs> Julius over here, like, man, speak up. <laughs> right. I'm 
producer get pissed. Man. Only time Smooth I yell ass, is if I'm in the club. That's about it. I can't, I can't yell. Yeah, our producer over here got the headphones like all up in his ear. What? These niggas about to sing? What's happening? Hell yeah, man. But we appreciate you, bro. Nah, I so. appreciate y'all, man, for taking your, you know, time out to even want oh, to interview, interview me. So that's dope. Without oh, a doubt, man. If you could leave the world with some knowledge, what would that be? Uh, man, like I said before, man, follow your, your, your soul purpose. Um, whatever you feel that you would do, whether you made money for it or not, um, do that every day and put all your, your effort into that, whether it's cooking being a DJ, um, photographer, whatever it is, follow that, and uh, you know, good things will happen at Word. the end, eventually. Hell yeah! <laughs> good knowledge, yes, brother. Yes, Let's make some noise for KDJ. Hey, 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 hey. Yeah. So real quick, real, oh, real quick, real quick, real quick. Where can people find you? Man, right now Wednesdays I'm at the living room, uh, wind down with DJ Shadow. Uh, we have a uh, early night seven to twelve. Thursdays, Cold Crush with the Top Shelf. Fridays, um, kind of bounce around a little bit. You might catch me at Proof or um, even the living room. We do this uh, party called Cuffin. It's an all R&B party. We do once a month. The next one is on the 28th, uh, basically the day before my birthday. Check it out. Okay, you, uh, you cuffing anybody? <sighs> no cuffing, man. <laughs> I ain't cuffing nothing right now. Ladies! <laughs> And then uh, let's say Saturdays, uh, Mary Cottis with Top Shelf again, man. It's a small little spot um, that we just got going and the get down. Yeah, the get down, man. And besides that, spots here and there. Yeah. Shout out to all this uh, free promo to the venues. Yeah, man, these are go, all man. free. And check out my mix cloud too. Uh, I always post a lot of mixes on there, man. A lot of people don't know it, but tidbits is what I, I call them. It's just short. Mixes that I try to put out every week, and also uh, Squizzy Radio with the Squizzy DJs. We do that um, as well. So, yeah, you yeah. catch that Fridays on the plug. Yeah, on, the plug. on the plug, plug man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Catch the vibe, my guy. You did catch one it. more time. Let's clap it up. <laughs> hey. uh, yeah. And I'm uh, I'm Davey. Oh yeah, number fifty. We done. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours. This is a Sprite, and it tastes exactly like it sounds. That first hit of cool, crisp refreshment on your tongue, followed by that familiar chorus we all know by heart. Sprite, thirst for yours.